bag of four grits. So here's a little window, little window into my mind while we're recording. I'm always watching the t- Twitch stream to see if my glasses are crooked, and they're always <laughs> crooked, and there's no way for me to fix it. <laughs> what do you mean? You, what do you mean there's no way for you to fix it? Every time I fix there's it, no- I fix it for half a second, and then I look over, and then my glasses are crooked again. It sounds it's like just, your face is just crooked. It probably is. That was probably the problem. Thank you, Jackson. <laughs> but they're supposed to be able to like adjust that so that doesn't happen. They're also here. broken. I just need new glasses, period. But I'm just, like, always looking and trying to fix it, and I can't. (laughs) Um, So, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cool Takes Podcast. My name uh, is... That's not how we do the intro. No. That's not how we usually do it. I know. I I nailed it one time, and I don't think I'll ever be able to do it again. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome... To the Cool Takes Podcast, the only bad movie podcast where the bad movies are good, actually. Every week we mount a sincere and unironic defense of an unpopular or unliked movie in the hopes of successfully gaslighting our audience into having bad taste. My name is Jackson McMurray and I'm sick. (laughs) My name is Adeline McMurray and I'm sick for werewolves. (laughs) My name is Keisha Rhodes and I'm healthy because I got my booster shot. Yeah. Mm. A hero. My... <laughs> yeah. And we are joined today. <laughs> yeah, we are joined today like... by a very special guest. And then, uh, and my, name, her name. <laughs> my name is Darby, and I am sick for the Twilight franchise. <laughs> this is her sickness. Yeah. You're sick for that one. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, for backstory, last week we had my sister on the podcast. And she yeah gave a, a very good a very good review of New Moon. And um, let me and be clear, roommate... she's not allowed to talk this time. She's not on no, the podcast. She stays over there. Her voice. She's been silent. She's in her corner, and she is <laughs> she's Blair witching it. On the yeah. But Darby and Maddie are roommates and have been friends for a very long time. Um, but Darby has known and loved the Twilight franchise far longer than Maddie does. She has much more expertise. So we figured for the most divisive, I think it is the most divisive Twilight episode, mm. we should have someone, an expert on, really. Yeah. yeah. A true You're expert. You're going to need a... a a knowledgeable person to defend Eclipse, but yeah. it can be done. <laughs> so, okay, Darby, let me throw it to you real quick. Ranking, one, th- one through five. Oh, okay. Well, Twilight, and then immediately followed, for me, New Moon. Mm. For me, it literally goes in no- numerical order for the first three. Okay. And then, oh my gosh, I guess it's just numerical order. Yeah. Like, really? I guess they just get worse as they go on. Like, right. Twilight's the best. New Moon, I like. And so I have to put it above Eclipse because Eclipse is just weird. But I like Eclipse. So right. Eclipse is third for me, but I still like it. It's the middle of the pack. It's right where yeah. you want it. I'm surprised to hear you say that because, like, to me, Eclipse feels like easily the worst one. Like, I don't, well, I don't like this movie hardly at all. I think this is the worst one. Growing up, I don't, well, because for some reason I grew up on the Twilight movies, so we just sort of watched them all the time. Right. And I always loved this one. And I don't yeah. know why, it, because, like, I rewatched it recently and I was like, mm, like, I don't know, but like. 
nothing but has some is, spicy love triangle drama. It's and a lot no, of drama. that is empirically well. not true. There's a <laughs> vampire army that is killed created in a scene that maybe takes two minutes. <laughs> but the creation well, that takes a long time. You're right. That takes, takes about. An hour and 15 minutes, and then the next 15 minutes we kill them, and also a 12-year-old. <laughs> uh, I think that, like, here's here's my problem with this movie. Yes. Twilight, a rip-roaring good time. New Moon. A rip-roaring. Hootin' tootin'. Much less of a rip-roaring good time, but still a rip-roaring good time, IMO. Defo, defo. <laughs> because those movies, like, are either, like, so over-the-top and, like, overly serious, they're extremely, like, sort of, like, almost campy and just ridiculous to watch. Mm-hmm. And then New Moon is, like, a little bit more conscientious and a little bit more aware of when it's, like, choosing to have fun, but it's still, like, a lot of fun. And this movie is just, like, a totally regular amount of serious it's just like this is a movie about a vampire and a werewolf and the girl caught between them and here's what they talk about we're like diving deep into backstories of a lot of people and like i think this movie like does kind of work in a few different ways but i think all the ways in which it works are just like extremely normal ways that a movie might work it's you know it's just like a regular movie That's yeah okay, it's just though. like a regular movie yeah okay and but does the regular movie have the tent scene where <laughs> exactly like, exactly where you finally because what does eclipse bring you not much but it brings you backstory <laughs> And it brings mm-hmm. you the first time Edward and Jacob aren't like butting heads because right. they have to yeah. they have to keep Bella warm because she didn't bring a jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, <laughs> she's wearing a flannel. Right yeah, yeah, like they and, and they were planning this too. So I don't know about that, but like it does bring you the tent scene, and it also brings you my favorite Charlie Swan moment where he. <laughs> Where they are fighting outside of Bella's house because Bella hit him too hard in the face, which is also a great yeah, scene. Yeah, him in the face. Which is also a great scene. And I love, the my favorite Charlie moment is when he comes out and he's like, break it up, break yeah, it I up. Because yeah. it reminds you, because it reminds you that they're just like high schoolers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, let's take a step back. But not so Edward. Someone's really going no, on Edward's here. not. I mean, yeah, so they're like Edward's 509. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, He's like, vampires. I kissed Bella. She punched me. She punched me too yeah. hard. She hurt her hand. And you're like, it's oh, I forgot funny. that you're all 12. <laughs> it's just funny to see the dad come out because it really brings the perspective like way down. Because yeah. He's like, break it up. And they're like, okay. Yeah. I honestly, I think like this is easily the most Charlie heavy movie. Definitely. I think is one of the things I don't like about it. When you spend <gasps> too much time with Charlie... It just gets sad. Like, I no, feel no. like... Who are you, Bella's mom? You get too much Charlie How time, you? and you just start to, like, really think about, like, his perspective, and you're like, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah, from his perspective, like, his daughter is, like, in a weird, abusive relationship that he's really worried about. He's like, yeah. 
Your entire life has been consumed by this boy, and I am worried about you. Yeah, and that's also true. there are so many serial killers around, and my daughter keeps it's disappearing <laughs> for months on end. <laughs> And also, she keeps asking me why I'm not married for, like, the third <laughs> yeah. time after she ran away and said the thing to me that my wife said to me when she left me. And now she's just asking me why I'm not married. And, hey, Bella, maybe take a step yeah, back. I guess there is, <laughs> well, there is a reason that they haven't published a Charlie's version of Twilight. They it did would do an just... Edward, but not a Charlie. Because it, it would just, just be bug sad. you out. It You'd would be, be like, really oh, sad. wait, this story isn't cool, actually. It's kind of okay, fucked up. But, yeah. no, Charlie... Yeah, we Charlie... done known that. <laughs> yeah. Charlie gets paid dirt. I mean, like, he is treated poorly. But then, think about it. Teenage daughters tend to be sassy and mean to their dads but also i agree because charlie's my favorite character of course and he I has do to be. Think, yeah i do think charlie is the best character of course i do think that he is treated poorly which is hard to see but getting more content of him in eclipse i don't think is a negative thing i think it brings the movie Worth up it. just because mm. when he's on screen charlie you're like bomb. that is yeah. charlie swan and <laughs> he is like in charge right now like he is, he is gonna say, <laughs> "This okay, is his stop moment." He is nailing yeah, this, this is his right moment. now. He commands the screen. Like, and she is the moment. I just want to speak to. I just want to speak to the tent scene because <laughs> we waited many, many years for the tent scene. It was that was the whole amount of Twilight, all of it <laughs> built up to that tent scene. Yeah, that is the tent pole. It's of the, the tent Twilight scene franchise. arc. Yeah. The tent exactly. Scene. The, tent, exactly. the tent scene arc brings forth the fact that Edward and Jacob will have to work together in the future. True. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It cha- fundamentally changes Edward's and Jacob's perspective, their character arc, what they're going to do, their understanding of each other. So it's it's crucial, and also you get Jacob saying, "I'm hotter than you," which yes. is hilarious. But he means temperature. <laughs> he does. I mean, I think, you can see the look and, on his face where he's like, "I'm hotter than no, you." No, he means both. It's a double. <laughs> and then Edward grabs him. There's like a hot, solid second after he says, "I'm hotter than you," where he's just like, <laughs> "Well, of course, yeah." And then Edward punches him or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I, I think, think like, line. honestly, I think the tent scene is kind of the only moment in this movie that goes, like, full-blown, like, Twilight as I've learned to know it. Love it, Where yeah. you're like, yes, this is exactly what I'm looking for. Like, this is, like, such insane, weird emotional conflict, like, blown up to such a ridiculous proportion in this, like, situation that by no accounts should be happening, like, even by the rules of this world, like, doesn't make sense. But you're like, this, like, the way that like these characters are interacting with each other in this moment is just so overblown and ridiculous that so you're like, yes, this is great. This, this is, is what, what I'm yeah. here for Twilight for. And I really think like the biggest thing that bums me out about this movie is that like, I think that this is the point where Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart both are a little over it. I think, like, neither of them are having nearly as much fun as they are in the first two movies. And Mm -hmm. now they're giving, like, 
very regular performances in what feels like a pretty regular movie, like, for the most part, you know? And, like, I think the two of them are still on the same acting wavelength for Breaking Dawn 1 and 2, but those movies go so, like, apeshit bananas in so many different ways that it kind of, like, offsets itself, you know? And, like, this is the movie where it, like, all comes together, where it's just, like, yeah, I mean, like, some of these parts are good. I like the color grading in it. I like getting little backstories for all the other characters. Like, there are, like, on, things in this yeah. movie well, that I except- like, and I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. That That's a cool thing to put in a movie. And you're just like, that's move how, on. That's, a, that's, what, that's how you that's measure if you like a movie or not. If you liked more of the moments than you didn't yeah. like them. So you liked the movie. <laughs> but I mean, no, I do, I do like I, this movie. It's just definitely my least favorite of them. See, I was watching yeah, this for the yeah. first time ever last night oh. and today, and I'm mm. just like, quiz me on what happens in this movie. I can't remember. Like, there's an army that had they, the tent scene. I remember. I remember there's an army. I remember Edward and Jacob are definitely there. And there's the super conservative Christian scene where Edward's like, right. "No, I gotta marry you before we have sex, or else you'll go to hell." There's right. that scene. Uh-huh. We love it. Uh, that's well, all I, I think, remember okay, from the film. Speaking to that, though, they, I will give you a list. Darby's got a list. But I, speaking I was, to wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Keisha, 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 your list does not affect what I remember. Just putting that out there. <laughs> I'm just saying, there are plenty of things that happen in this movie. Valid. But I don't I remember this. especially campy, campy and silly about this film is that Bella is like, I want you to, or Edward's saying, I want to marry you. I want to commit to you for the rest of your life. 70 years, maybe, you know, if you're living a really good long life. Uh, and Bella's like, oh, marriage? Ugh. I want to be with you for all of eternity, forever. But I don't want it on paper. But I, yes, I do want to be a vampire. Like, I think that's so hilarious. Where it's like, right. yeah, I guess I'll marry you as long as... <laughs> I get to live forever <laughs> well, the and conflict... be with you forever. Like, what's what's going on? The okay. conflict is, like, two movies long where it's, like, where it's, like, she just wants to be a vampire and, like, be with him. And he's, like, no. And then the next movie, he's, like, maybe. And then he's, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it takes a while, but it's just, like, a slow breaking down. But I don't. I don't know. I don't have anything else to say on it that. It is it <laughs> yeah. is kind of weird how little actually <laughs> happens to Edward in these movies. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. It's weird that, like, it feels like Bella has all of the central emotional arcs in this movie, even though Edward is the one who's kind of changing the most for no particular reason. Yeah. Like, he has to have this, like, massive arc in which he's like, no, I don't want you to be a vampire. Okay, maybe. Okay, sure. But, like, nothing happens yeah. to What's him. What's making you change your mind? Besides that, like, Bella just asks enough times. Ano- you know? Another time. Like, yeah. there's yeah. not really, there's yeah, not really much well, that happens to Well, here's the thing. Him. Jackson, they want to bone, but right. they have to get married before they can bone. And the only way they can get married is if he turns her into a vampire. So, really, mm-hmm. that's the motivation. But it's that's, just that. It's like, it's your goth the, GF again. She's always saving the day. <laughs> they yeah. made the weirdest Catch-22 of all time. They really did. They, right. they, like, it's so secular of like what <laughs> everybody wants. They're like, I want to be with you, but I want to be with you, but I, we 
wait, hold on. <laughs> I need to be married, and I need to be a vampire. Yeah, and we so, both want to have sex. It's like, yeah. well, okay, well, wait a minute. <laughs> so what's the, what's the deal? Yeah. I think, okay, so here's here's a massive elephant in the room about this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking... I think I know. Kristen Stewart's wig. No, I was going to say no. uh, Jackson Rathbone. <laughs> Talking about Jasper. being a Confederate soldier <laughs> yeah. in the past. Oh, and and I, have, I, was I, have, I have powerful feelings about this. On the one hand, right, he's hundreds of years old. And, like, I think if you want to, like, be really crazy about it, you could be like, oh, that's so wild. Why is he a racist? But you're like, okay, well, first of all, how many people in the South in the 1800s had, like, a robust and thoughtful understanding of what they were fighting for? And also, like, it's been hundreds of years. Like, it's cultures change. People could grow and change. And I think the book and the movie are very explicitly asking you to accept that, right? That obviously yeah. he's still not a fucking Confederate slaveholder, that he's changed yeah. very much in the last hundred years. To which I say, you know what? Sure, why not? Whatever. He's not a racist <laughs> anymore. Guess. That's fine. He's been alive for I hundreds guess. of years. People could change. Yeah. But then, but then, Edward is like, I'm just from a different time, Bella. I still believe in abstinence-only education. You can't change that for me because it's just when I was born. And you're like, hold on. <laughs> so hold on. Yeah. Both of these things can't be true at the same time, Twilight. You gotta make a decision. Do also, they- mm-hmm. added on top of that, I hate the Native Americans is also a layer on top of that. On yeah. top of that one. <laughs> yeah. They're all dirty and smelly and stinky. I'm going to work I, with them no. this one time. Yeah. To make it clear, I know that like this, like these, all of the movies like are terrible, like in the, yeah. like, very insensitive, <laughs> yeah. like not good moral points, but they are camp. Yes. And they are super entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my only defense that I can say. Yeah. I'm like, the, <laughs> yeah. The, the, and sometimes you like what you like. Yeah. Because yeah, the way they talk about, like, other races and anything, like, the whole, like, pro-choice debate that happens in the later. Like, it, it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. it's like they're not good. And I was wondering how we made it this far without bringing up the fact that Jasper is, like... <laughs> a confederate soldier suddenly and like also did not have an accent in the previous two mm-hmm. movies and did not say much but did not have an accent and suddenly is like battle scars so let like, me say this it comes out when he's talking about his gruesome past I know, let me say this my i think that co- cowboys are so hot like that's my thing i love red dead redemption mccree from overwatch is wow. like my favorite character of all time i'm coming out i love cowboys i love right. them so much cowboys. and you were telling me that you've been keeping a cowboy from me this entire time <laughs> in this vampire romance novel there could have been a cowboy and you chose there not to be a cowboy no Fuck jasper you. Jasper is the silent sleeper of the Cullen family. And he that's, truly everyone is. loves Jasper. Even though he's a, that's, he's our, that's he's the, the most thing. lovable racist. America's <laughs> most just, lovable yeah. racist. <laughs> but like know, that I one second wonder. where she's like he like he like jokingly like has a southern accent, I'm like, stop everything. Are you kidding me? You could have been doing that this entire time instead of just standing in the corner like this. Right. For and like two and, whole yeah. movies. Like that's my yeah, thing, right? Is like I can believe I can believe that one of these characters was a Confederate soldier hundreds of years ago, but it's not an issue now. Or I can believe that Edward Cullen is fucking abstinence only education for life, abstinence till I die, <laughs> yeah. because of the time he was grown, because of the time he was born, the time he gr- grew up in. I can't believe both of those things at the same time. Like yeah. either okay, either Jasper think- is just like a profoundly better person than Edward is, <laughs> or like it just doesn't <laughs> well, work. These are different morals. These are different. You can't compare these apples to these oranges because. 
like, you know, there's like some merit to like taking a hot beat before you just, you know, like start having sex with a vampire that's going to kill you because you're having sex with them versus racism. <laughs> they never. But yeah, I don't know. And Jasper's had longer. But I think what is interesting about the whole argument that Bella should maybe think about being a vampire for like a little bit longer just like a is second. that it's everyone telling her is 100% correct, but in order for it to feel like a balanced argument, they just make Jacob the worst ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's everything he says is 100% accurate, but he just says it in the worst way, so then you're like, hmm, maybe, maybe it is Edward. Who's maybe we get out of here. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing about, like, we had the conversation of, like, Team Jacob up until, and I think... This is my up until because I think they are both profoundly terrible for each other. Like, uh, we talked about how insane Bella acts in the second movie, and she just keeps on doing the same thing of being like, I am married to Edward, I am committed to Edward, I am always going to choose Edward, but you should kiss me because I still want your validation. Like, it just, it sucks. They're terrible for each other. The scene where he kisses her and then she punches him is supposed to be like, huh, boys will be boys. But I'm like, this is the this worst. This happened in Harry Potter. This did, it also happened in Harry Potter. It's just, it's the worst. J.K. Rowling is problematic? What do you mean? Like, it just sucks. It's all the worst. Like, I just, like... If we're talking about Team Jacob and Team Edward as in, like, who is better for Bella, neither of them. Like, they just, the options are terrible. They're terrible. They're rancid. They're not good anymore. So, like, I go ahead, Derby. Sorry, I side with Edward in this movie because, like, I I never really saw it as, like, an abstinence-only like like, as, like, that sort of thing, as more as, like, I'll kill you. If we have yeah. sex, like my, which does happen, like my, like I will kill you because I'm a vampire and you're a human. So it no. does happen. <laughs> yeah, it does that, happen. My question. He was right. He was right. Um, so like, <laughs> I like, because I think mostly his whole thing is like, I just want to protect Bella. And I think he does follow that. Like, I think he's making decisions mm -hmm. that he thinks are protecting Bella. Like, that's why he literally tried to ditch her. And then she was like, oh, I'll kill myself then. And he was like, oh, so I can't ditch her. <laughs> so I, like, yeah, I, I have to be that. with her. Uh -oh. Yeah. So yeah. like, that was insane on Bella's part, <laughs> New Moon. But like, in Eclipse, <laughs> in Eclipse, they like both want to be together, but she wants to like be you know, a vampire, and he's saying, like, I don't want to kill you by making you a vampire, but I don't want to kill you by have, having sex with you. And also, I'd rather be married first because I'm traditional. But I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's but the, I will... It's how you say, I love you. That's what he says. To me, yes. that is how, lo what, how love manifests itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have, Which is valid. That's a valid stance to take. I have two questions. They kind of ex explain it, but, like, not a lot where they're like why can't they have sex it's like because edward will kill her if they do and it's like but why though is this like a he's gonna break her pelvis kind of thing is this like a i i just can't control myself which is already a gross narrative like i don't understand like the logistics of like why is it just like oh it's the He's a vampire. If you die, if I get too into it and I bite you oh, and you bleed, please. I'm gonna kill you. Like it's just, it seems it's just so vague to me. I don't get it. And it's just, all and it's these the stupid questions. 
Will yeah. be answered. Oh, thank the, God. The problem is not just that like Edward doesn't want to have sex until he's married, which he says very explicitly. No, the no, problem no, no. is that this was my second thing. Oh well, yeah. I mean, the problem is that he speaks about it like I want to save your soul from damnation by not yes. having sex with you until having you are married. Having sex before marriage. No, that is not what he soul. said. Yes, it is. It is, is. Not what he it is what he yes, said. He's talking about making her a he's, vampire. No, he's talking about yeah, he's sex. Talking about he's talking about, about making her. her a vampire. That's, he says, Edward, I don't want you to be a soulless monster like me. I'm not going to make you a vampire. That's what he's, he's talking, talking about. about he's I want to pull up the fucking sex. script. I mean, first of all, okay, even if I am wrong and he's literally talking about turning her into a vampire the yes, fucking yes. subtext of this thing is so clear that these things are connected yeah in no the being of the turned into a vampire and having sex before <laughs> marriage are the exact same thing and you will die yes. if you do either of them and it's like uh, it's not that like he says like so explicitly he's like i want to save your soul he's talking about tarnishing your like purity by having that sex is before not true it is there's literally no, two because... whole movies where he's talking about they are not even bringing up any part of their like intimacy in their relationship we are talking but about he's talking about I, don't... I know but i'm saying there's so much background where edward is literally talking about how he doesn't feel like he has a soul anymore like yes. he's like we hear hear every member every... of the cullen family talk about how that's how edward feels <laughs> Because the what were you gonna say, Darby? A big common theme. I was also gonna agree because a big common theme during one and two is that he's like, I'm a soulless monster. Like in New Moon, he's like, like, just thinks he's like does not have a soul, and that's like an entire thing. Like she has an uh, entire conversation with Carlisle about it in New Moon, where Mm -hmm. they're like oh, Edward doesn't think he's a person because he's a vampire. Like, he doesn't think he has a soul. So I think it literally is him being like, I am not going to take your soul. Like, no, he, you guys are is, right. You guys are right yeah. about that's what he feels about turning into a vampire. That's why she doesn't want to do that because he doesn't want to take the evil. That's why that. he said the soul thing. No, he that was is talking he about. He thing. was talking about them having sex in the context of that scene. The, the like the order that they do it. She says like, "I want to have sex with you" or whatever, and he's like, "But you stop trying to take off your clothes right now." And then he's like, "Because I don't want to tarnish your soul." Like that whole thing. Like he yes. is literally in that moment. He is talking about having sex. You're right. The theming of what we're talking about turning into a vampire, that is what his issue is. That is what he's talking about. You guys are right. When the context of this scene and this sequence of lines, in that moment, he is literally talking about them having sex. And also, so much of the whole marriage getting turned into a vampire thing is, like, so clearly... It's, like, so clearly this weird allegory for, like, abstinence culture and, like, making sure that you're not, like, destroying yourself before you get married so you can have sex. And, like, it's even if, you know, you're standing behind, like, oh, literally, he's talking about, it's not a story about anything. You're taking the Stephanie Meyer stance where you're like, it's not a story about anything. It's just a story about vampires. I'm taking the stance of the author. I'm listening to what the author's intended message was. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, You should be. I'm so sorry. I listened to the author's Keisha is pro Stephanie Myers. Everybody write that down. Jot that down. Make a t-shirt. Yeah. Why are you anti? What has she done? What has she actually done to harm the cultural zeitgeist? Literally nothing. We, this is what we talked about in the first one. That we're too hypercritical of her. This no, is, oh my God. Because I just, you, I just think when you watch these movies, like you just can't really have morals. Yes. Like, <laughs> you just, like if you want to... <laughs> 
Like, if you want to enjoy them, like, you have to be like, yes, this is a weird metaphor for, like, debates about abortion and, like, racism and debates Mm -hmm. about, like, marriage and, like, premarital and all that, like, stuff and consent. But then you have to just be like, but but it's a vampire fighting other vampires and... (laughs) It's also, like, ridiculous and, like, really entertaining. So, like, I just, like, watch them without morals, like, to try to get past that. But I get what you're saying because clearly the whole thing is, like, a convoluted weird... Like, oh, it's all, like, weird messages about, like, marriage and, like, Mm -hmm. all that. But, like, I think would you just, like, have to take away the morals? Like, you're like, ooh, like, I don't know. (laughs) I want to talk about... Uh, I want to talk about Bryce Dallas Howard because despite her first appearance. Yeah. What was the name of the other actress uh, who played Victoria in New Moon? I Um, don't know. Because despite winning the Teen Choice Award for Best Villain, (laughs) she got her ass replaced in the third movie by Bryce Dallas Howard. A-list movie star, Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, Which I... I have such weird... I just have a story to tell about Preston Tower, basically. Which is that, like... I'm Someone made a TikTok... Where they were like, I literally can never tell the difference between Bryce Dallas Howard and Jessica Chastain. And I made a TikTok, I do edit it, and I was like, I have a fun, easy trick for this. Uh, If you're watching a movie and she sucks in it, it's usually Bryce Dallas Howard. (laughs) Which was mean, but I stand by it. And... uh, But I got a bunch of people... In the comments being like, um, but she's an incredible director, though, which people keep saying because she directed a few episodes of The Mandalorian and, and Boba Fett and, and Boba Fett yeah. now. True. But like, it's just such a weird stance to take because like, I mean, I don't know. She also directed that Father's Day special for Apple TV Plus. But, like, she doesn't have, like, a robust body of work as a director. She was, like, a television director for three episodes of a good TV show. Like, I don't know. And, like, people have... And now there's this whole thing where they're, like, starting a petition to get Bryce Dallas Howard a Star Wars movie. Have you seen this whole thing? I have not seen this. I have gotten a whiff of this. It reeks of this weird, like, like... I don't know. It feels to me so much like this weird, like, pseudo-sexist thing where they're just like, she's a girl who gets it. Like, not like fucking Kathleen mm. Kennedy or whatever. Like, she's a, yeah. she's a, a We girl don't like the Star other Wars. women who did it. We're gonna get the woman that we do like to do yeah. it, you know? Yeah. And, like, even though she's, like, and, like, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, be mean about it, because she did. I mean, directing's a fucking hard job, and she did a really good job on those episodes of Mandalorian, but... Mm. It's also true that, like, directing for television and directing a feature film are, are two extremely totally different. different things. The yeah. ecosystem is way colossally different. And, like, mm-hmm. assigning her this weird auteur status, like, based on three episodes of The Mandalorian is weird. It's a weird thing to do, and I don't get it. I just wanted to say that. I just think about Bryce Dallas Howard a lot because of that. <laughs> I think she okay, was good well, in Twilight and mm. good in nosedive that episode of black Mirror. yeah I, m- we mustn't forget mm. <laughs> i, I didn't very, bring it up i didn't bring it up i didn't bring it up was i about to did i had, had i taken a breath yeah. to talk <laughs> about that episode of black mirror did yes, I, I see it on your but face but i didn't bring yes. it up <laughs> thank uh, you exactly <laughs> 
is she in Arrested Development? She's not actually Bryce Dallas Howard's daughter in the show, is she? Or Ron Howard's daughter, I she, mean. No, I, no that's well, Rebel, Ron Howard Rebel is Alley. In... Right. Because it's this weird thing <laughs> where he, like, it's... does show up in, like, at, in the second season where they're, like, trying when uh, maybe is, like, accidentally a producer. Right. Yeah. Movie. Well, no, because in season four, he, like, meets Ron Howard and falls in love with Ron Howard's daughter, who's, like, a hot red-headed woman. But yeah, I, it's, it's not it's, actually Bryce Dallas Howard, the hot red-headed woman who is an actor in real life. Mm-hmm, it's like no. some actor yeah. playing some weird fictionalized version of Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. That's camp. <laughs> that's camp. That's why we stand. Yeah. Dates George Michael. Right. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't like Bryce Dallas Howard. She's not <laughs> really fine. good. She's you don't really have to like her. Anything. We can move on. <laughs> this is Spider-Man 3. I don't know. Well, have you seen? Wish you had seen the the Black Mirror episode. No, I haven't seen the. You Black, should Black watch Mirror the Black Mirror episode. Maybe she's I will. That. But but she's also not in much of Eclipse because no. she can't she can't do her own bidding. Edward right. can read minds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Alice, like, here's another thing. I know that we decision. are. I know that we are trying to move on from reading the messages of these movies because they're bad but here's the thing we have this weird thing where we're like bella is truly in love with edward she is he's her soulmate but she's also in love with jacob and she needs jacob to do things so we have that going on and then we have the parallel of victoria with her true mate trying to avenge him and then she's got this guy that she's completely completely taking advantage of and saying that she loves him when really she just needs him to do something for her. And oh, we're right. not supposed to compare the two. Mm-hmm. Don't do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, like, it's all the, the other vampires yeah. are, like, are like fucking hedonist weirdos who are going out killing people and having sex with each other. But the Colons yeah. are the nice vampires. No, no they're, they're vegetarians. They're vegetarians. vegetarians and they they're vegetarians. Abstinence. They're vegetarians. They don't have the red eyes. No, yes. it's not about abstinence. It, oh, my God. It is. It is. Not that. Not that. <laughs> But that's, think, that's not even the point if, that I if was anything, making. If anything, it's about STDs. Because <laughs> you can have a very fruitful relationship Keisha, without passing on the STD this is why J.K. Rowling got canceled for what she did with werewolves. You can't do that. <laughs> okay, then you guys are starting it. You are that's starting it. That's not the point that I was making. The point that I was making that there is so clearly a parallel going on between Bella and Victoria that the movie doesn't actually want you to look at because clearly they want you to think that Edward and Jacob, it's this even exchange where she loves both of them mm-hmm. equally mm-hmm. when she so very clearly doesn't and the actions and how she treats both of them. It's so clear that she is stringing Jacob along and is only in love with Edward. And then we have the villain who is clearly in love with somebody and just stringing this other guy along. And we're supposed to be like, no, they're different yeah. though. They're not exactly the same. And like, so it's just let's, weird. Let's revisit well, my favorite reoccurring segment on this podcast, which mm-hmm. is how many Teen Choice Awards did this movie win? Mm-hmm. So uh, I want to take a look because I am noticing right off the bat, there is at least one Teen Choice Award that Eclipse was nominated for but did not win, which as far as I know Steamiest is a kiss. first for the entire Twilight franchise. The first time ever Best wigs. it was nominated for a Teen Choice Award that it did not win. Uh, and it was best movie sci-fi fantasy. Do you want to know what it lost to? Hmm. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows part oh, one. Oh, damn. See, that the Harry proves Potter it. Kids, 
That proves it. The Harry Potter kids banded together and took Twilight down. Because we're um, really not like other girls. Do. And the other girls are Twilight. We're not like them. We're smarter. We're better. We got rounder glasses. But <laughs> you want to know Want to know how the Twilight kids got back, though? How did what they do? Guess who won choice Canceling movie J. actor in a drama oh. that year? Oh. It was Robert Pattinson in Water for Elephants. Oh, they <laughs> got us. Beat, got beat Jesse Eisenberg in The Social Network. <laughs> oh my gosh. Whoops. Oopsie poopsie. Uh, uh, let's see. The teens do not choose Jesse the Eisenberg. The teens don't give a shit about Jesse Eisenberg. And hey, I think we can say pretty I explicitly, I mean, this is empirical evidence they all Bryce Dallas Howard lost choice movie villain to, to Tom Felton in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows, which just well, makes it empirically true that she was fight. worse than that's the other. That's what one. I don't understand about the Teen Choice Awards awards for best villain is that she like literally didn't do anything in the previous movie. She literally yeah. didn't do anything. We saw her run around a little bit. I think I know she's in there. Right. She's not doing anything. And you can she argue that, that she is definitely doing things <laughs> yeah, in this movie, but you can't. She was, she was running. She was running. She was running through the woods. She's got that great <laughs> wig. We got she the was color killing. correction. She led them east. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but like the, like, she's definitely doing things in this movie, but the amount of time that we see her in this movie is about 10 minutes in total. But she actually does something in this movie, but she's a better villain where she's just running around and leading people east. And then Voldemort's been here the whole time. That's what I don't get. <laughs> no, Voldemort didn't get nominated okay. or win. It was it was Malfoy. It was Malfoy. Oh, Tom Felton, sorry. For some reason, I got In Harry confused. Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1, which if I remember correctly, he's, he's not, not really in. in. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't think teens watch movies. I think uh, they hear that people are in them and then vote on who's cutest. I think so that's I've what got, the Teen no, Choice Awards are. Choose. I've got they some choose. more Teen Choice Awards tidbits here. Um, choice uh, scene stealer, male and female, same winners as the previous year. It is once Jasper. again, no, Kellen Lutz in Eclipse oh, and Ashley Green in Eclipse. The same two people <gasps> yes. oh, who won yeah. for New Moon. And I'm going to tell you, uh, Kellen Lutz beat Andrew Garfield in the social network for that award, <laughs> <laughs> which is the funniest thing in the world to me. God damn, that's hilarious. But that's hilarious. More, more upsets because choice movie lip lock, Kristen Stewart and Taylor Lautner and Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson both nominated. Yeah. But you know who wins? Me. Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1. That kiss sucks. That, real talk, <laughs> that kiss is supposed to freak you out, and it does. Like, yeah. it's no bueno. Yeah. But that's what the people want. That's what the kids want. The want kids love easily. it. The kids love to be disturbed by watching their childhood friends making out <laughs> hardcore naked in the woods. <laughs> no, but you know that there are a lot of people who were, they, they were shipping but yeah. that's not mind. even. I mean, this is an Her, uprising, right? They like, were. Don't get me wrong. They were, but that's not what that kiss is. That kiss isn't finally. I know. I know. But that's not what they're voting on. Yeah. And like this is this is an uprising because mm-hmm. Twilight. I mean, like I said before, the previous two years, two consecutive years, because these movies come out one year after the other. Yes. Uh, uh, Twilight has never been nominated for an award that it has not won. 
except for in the occasions that it was nominated multiple times in the same category. Yes. Like, the teens were shelling out at the Teen Choice Awards for Twilight two years in a row. And I think they just ran out of steam, like, truly. And this year, I think they ran out of steam, and the Harry Potter kids... Fucking we're caught up. They were sick of it. Award. Revolution. It was one award. It won a few. Well, it beat a few. One. It beat, they the beat Lip Lock. Okay. They beat out Twilight oh for best God, okay. Lip Lock. Two awards. Darby, two are you awards. about to two say awards. that Harry Potter and Twilight are not comparable things, but for some yeah. reason we're always comparing them? Yeah, no, <laughs> yes. that's a very valid point. <laughs> I, I mean, I read the Harry Potter books like four times, and I also watched all the Twilight movies like yeah. a billion. Like, the, I don't think there's a divide between... <laughs> Like, I mean, obviously there's Harry Yeah, it's Potter a manufactured fans. divide. Yeah, they are secretly yeah, the same nerdy kid. Divide. We just pretend that they they're different are. nerdy kids for some they reason. Are. One is just slightly more steamy and the other is more like, ooh, potions, wizards. Like, yeah. but they're both, they're both fun. <laughs> but like, I don't think there's any comparison difference because if you watch a Harry Potter movie and then you watch a Twilight movie, like they're not This the is same. not the same thing, like, yeah. They're I mean, just both sort of fantastical. The comparisons like, not... are like real life comparisons where it's like, okay, young adult novel, fantasy, written by a woman. Those are comparable coming out at the same time. Those are That's what's comparable about them. But when you look at like the stories and the kids that liked them, they're like, these are not the yeah. same <laughs> and you can like both different of them. entities exactly yeah. why, why can't we just all be friends Ooh. i mean i don't want to give Hufflepuff it away and i'm team jacob because i'm not like other girls i don't want to give it away too bad but uh just looking at the next year the breaking dawn part one year twilight gets fucking bodied by hunger games and oh, avengers mm-hmm. it oh, has hunger games and avengers. avengers to compete with yeah, and Twilight damn, just gets annihilated. Year. Yeah, no. It's not going to stand a chance. <laughs> to Hunger Games? Yeah, no, Hunger Games came no. in with the kill. Also, the first Hunger Games movie is the worst Hunger Games movie, it is. in my wow. opinion. Actually, I don't know, because some <laughs> of the... Coming the, out. The ca- Catching Fire was the best one by far. I've only yeah, seen the first two. That's all, yeah. Catching Fire, one of the best movies. The Mockingjays, I feel like... <laughs> Because that's the thing, is it's just that all three of the, like, Hunger Games books are very different from each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the 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 um, Mockingjay movies were a bit um, uh, lost. They weren't exactly sure <laughs> yeah. how to match the, the road tone. I mean, that's the, the thing I'm obsessed with. I'm obsessed with those Hunger Games movies because, like, by the time those last two movies came out, people just didn't really care anymore. Like, they just, like, lost interest. They were just like... Well, they did care. I don't, I don't know. Like, they didn't make as much money. They weren't as well-reviewed. Just, like, everything. And it's not because they yeah. were, like, worse. At least I don't think. It's just because, like... Just the zeitgeist had moved just, on. Yeah, yeah, we just moved on. We just didn't really care about it anymore. It's fascinating to me. Well, I think that I think that there was also, like, it was another young adult story that decided to split its final book into two. Right. And I think that, the, like, people were starting to catch on as to, like, why they were doing that. Right. Because it was, and and also like the Hobbit came out with their like five different movies right, or whatever. Yeah. I think that it like this was like right at the time where people were getting tired of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, and people were talking about like, well, why are they doing this? Because with like the the last Harry Potter book, it kind of made sense. Because it's a like, big book. Yeah. Because there, yeah, there's so much that happens in that book, and people were already like 
kind of upset with how much gets cut from right. the Harry Potter room. movies. Yeah. So it did make sense, but then they made money off of it. Yeah. So it's like, and that's where it all fell that, apart. Where, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say it because so like, they were like the first people like, to the do Mocking it. The Mockingjay books do not need to be two movies. Yeah, but like. I feel that same way about the the next two Twilight movies. I was gonna say the, the Breaking, the, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like a big flaw in the Breaking Dawn, part one and two is that they easily could have been one. Like I don't know. I think Breaking yeah. Dawn part one fills out pretty good. I think it does. Not actually. very much happens in Breaking Dawn part two except for the big fight yes. at the end. Yeah, but that's the that's the thing. Yeah. is that you probably ha- you probably could have just had a little bit longer I mean. movie. Like, right. I feel yeah. like. Mm-hmm. I feel like Breaking Dawn Part 2 could have fit into, like, a 20-minute segment at the end of Breaking Dawn Part 1. <laughs> right, like, yeah. Like, well, it did not need to be. And talking about just, like, the zeitgeist, like, moving on from young adult novels, like, I feel like Hunger Games came out, and there was, it was another, it was another Harry Potter situation where we're like, how do we compare this to Twilight in order to make right. money? And it's like, they are not the same thing. They were like, are you Team PETA or Team the other guy? I don't remember what his name is. So yeah. it's like... That's not the point of exactly, the books. Because it's only Team Peter. That's not it's the point of the team. books at all, though. Why are you focused on who this girl's in love with when it's the apocalypse and she has to kill other children? Like, why is that what we're worried about? But they, like, the media, the media push that narrative of this is exactly like Twilight. That's what the girl's like. And it's like, no, it's nothing like Twilight. And then we all moved on. It was just, it's just weird. It's weird how we treated these movies. I am... I am so obsessed with the Teen Choice Awards right now. They're so weird. When was the last? <laughs> I'm just clicking around. Well, like, they did, they did one. Do they still do it? Uh, there is supposed to be one this year. Um, they didn't do it the last two years. Uh, I don't know why. I can't imagine why. I can't imagine why. Um, but this is this year is supposed to be their comeback. I want to know what comeback. the teens think about Mank. I want to know. <laughs> did Mank win a Teen Choice Award? I want to no. know. And we will never know. Yeah, Mank didn't have the opportunity kids. to win a Teen Choice Award. We can only yeah. assume it would have swept. Yeah, um, absolutely. But uh, Best hard for all. Are you kidding me? One of the other weird things about the Teen Choice Awards is that they don't happen during award season. They happen in like August. Yeah. Like the 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 nice. section between like in it they don't do it by year. Like the eligibility for the Teen Choice Awards is like summer to summer, so it's not even necessarily just twenty twenty one movies. Because so it's I the think, school year; it's what kids are paying attention to. Oh, that's to. true. The Kids Choice Awards happens during the rest of award season, though. Does it? When are the Kids I Choice Awards? I turned the Grammys off and turned the Kids <laughs> Choice Awards on, Hold on, and I'm not joking. Did we already do? T- did we already do what Kids Choice Awards do. this year? Did we miss it? Uh, no, they happen around the same time as did the Grammys. I mean, the Grammys are in like November. Grammys are like way early. Oh, the Grammys happened in spring last year. It was in March. It is a little mixed up because right I now, was for some reason. Yeah. I was waiting for my niece okay, to be born. See. That's what was <laughs> happening. And also for the kids' choice awards to turn on. Uh, twenty twenty two exactly. Kids choice awards will be hosted by Chris Pratt and will take place on April 9th, twenty twenty two. Oops. Oopsie poopsie. Uh, so I think so yeah, we should be watching the Kids Choice Awards. Uh, for realsies. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh, it's a good romping. So okay, so time. this. Year, oh, it's April what? April twenty second, or April 9th. Oh, Liddy. I'll oh, be in April Maui. 9th. I won't. You'll, you'll be in. I will oh. be getting back from Mexico, but uh, Keisha will be in Mexico. <laughs> I'll be back. Who do you think? I'll be back. Who do you think has the best then. chance at the Kids Choice Awards for Best Picture? Mm. Is that what they do? I don't um, know. 
What are the options? No. Like, they I mean, do, like, in Kanto. The Kids' Choice Awards is wild. They, they do wacky little categories. <laughs> and it's, like, way different now because they're, like, favorite influencer, right, favorite yeah. YouTuber, That's right, yeah. favorite, like, all of that stuff. Right. So, because I used to vote every year for the Kids' Choice Awards. <laughs> I was very involved. When do they cut you off? When are you, like, you're not allowed to vote in the Kids' Choice you Awards? You can still vote. Oh, I'm they so mad. you for your age. That's well, nice. Maybe we should be voting for <laughs> the Teen Choice Awards, We should too. be rigging the Kids' Choice Awards. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but, like, that's the thing. Is who's your favorite there, influencer? I, I and I was like, Mank is my favorite Mank. influencer. Herman Mankiewicz. Yeah, I like... <laughs> he's still out there influencing. He is. <laughs> But I'm not a child anymore. I could tell based off of how confused I was looking at who was nominated. <laughs> you, oh think, my you think Power of the Dog will win Best Picture at the Kids' Choice Awards? I do. I really do. Yeah. Malignant. <laughs> oh, yo. Malignant. I love Malignant. Uh, so, I mean, I, I took notes on the movie today. I've been trying to, like, take notes again because I yeah. feel like I'm better when I was taking notes. I wasn't doing it for a long time. I decided I wanted to again. Here, here's like a list of things that are just like in this movie that I'm just like, yeah, that was good. I'm glad they did that. Well, can I raise my hand real quick before you get going? <laughs> okay, sure. Well, it's just, I just real quick, because I'm afraid I'm going to forget if we keep going. I, I love that how in the second movie, we so established that that flower, that flower field is a dream. It's not right. real. It doesn't exist. And then we opened this movie and we're like, yes, it does exist. It is real. We were having a conversation there. And you're like, great. Okay. <laughs> Moving wait, on. <laughs> wait, don't they have a real conversation? No, it does exist. It's in the, in the first movie. movie. It's real. Oh, I thought they were having. Yeah, no, because yeah, then she the, goes and she finds one. it. And there's no, no flowers. They... And she's like, oh, my God. And then the vampire shows up and the werewolves kill him. I thought the right, whole point right, was right. that place was a dream place. Did I read that? No, not a dream place. No, because they meet there in the first movie when they're first like falling in right. love, and okay. they do the weird. Okay, it's the weird yeah. shot where they're laying down, and you're like, yeah, they're laying down. positioned like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why is he like that? Like, yeah. yeah, they're like, oh, this is not attractive. <laughs> like laying yeah. down is not attractive in this scene. Uh, yeah, okay, it's a real place. You but just it's see real. It change it's real. with the seasons. Okay, too. okay, I understand now. It was a metaphor for how their love had wilted, but now it's blooming. I get it. Yes. Never mind. Yes. I was. Uh, title card for this movie so sick the fucking like literal eclipse with the little swirlies coming out of it it's like eclipse like fucking <laughs> yeah, kicks very ass good. rules uh uh i like i kind of like the scene where edward is like sitting down with all the normal kids first of all not nearly enough normal kids in this movie i thought right. i thought yeah. at the very beginning where we see that blonde kid get killed and turn to a vampire i thought it was barf boy <laughs> was and barf i was boy. so excited no, for him to be the villain terrible. of the story and it wasn't it wasn't him they just have terrible. they just have the same haircut i'm very so upset about it i mean that's one of the things yeah, that i like every boy had that haircut yeah. that's fair that's one of the things the i like about Breaking Dawn Part 1 is that it over-delivers on normal kids, IMO. Yeah, uh, definitely. And I have not enough normal kids in this movie. But I do like just the brief moment where Edward is trying to, like, hang out with them. And it's just a weird energy. I it's think that's a lot weird. of fun. Yeah. Uh, well, they're like, uh, we're going to have a party in our house. And the weird kids are like, you started sitting with us two days ago. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, have like, a house? Yeah. Like, I don't really yeah. want to go. I just... I yeah. love the normal kids at the table because they're really kind of like the viewer. They're like, well, what? It's weird. Exactly. Like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. This is weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, that's what's so yeah. great about all the normal kids is that they're just like, yeah. why, is, why is Edward like that? Right. Like, why are you guys <laughs> like this? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I like, I like, I mean, a lot of what this movie is doing is, 
is just like filling out the world and giving you like a lot of backstory on a lot of characters, which I think is actually really fun. Mm -hmm. I like the little like sub love triangle in the werewolf world that they talk about. Like, cause it, do, Yo, it doesn't really. I we haven't even talked about Leah yet. Yeah, cause we it doesn't really mention Leah, Leah Clearwater, who is a great character. Cause it, it doesn't, doesn't really like <laughs> matter that much, but it like kind of fills out the world. You're like, oh, like it's kind of interesting. It matters a lot, like, talking actually. about oh, really? Leah Clearwater well, matters a lot to the 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 yes. climax of the story. Yes, that's not the only thing. If you're only measuring by like Victoria versus Bella then you're not measuring the movie correctly. Well, here's the thing. That love triangle is the one that we're supposed to be comparing to Edward and Jacob and Bella. That's the right. love triangles we're supposed to be comparing. But I'm still comparing the love triangle with Victoria because that's so clearly more similar to what's going on. <laughs> but James is dead. It's not a triangle. But he's still, yeah, but she's she doing still revenge. loves him. She's doing revenge because she loves him. She's oh. truly in love with him. She's stringing this other guy along. No, Bella yeah, is truly in love with guy, Edward, but... taking advantage of Jacob. Because that parallels, like, Jasper's backstory, for sure. Because it's like... Oh, yeah. The... Well, because, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... Because that's what they do in the film. Because <laughs> well, yeah. you know, it's yeah. literally the same. Yeah. It's not a parallel, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's just, again... I know. Um... I know. I just feel so bad for Leah. I feel bad for her all the time. I actually, like, you know, she's really just got it the worst, and they all hate her. They're all terrible to her. They're like, shut up, Leah. Get out of here, Leah. So wait, so remind me exactly what it is. Leah's not into Jacob, is she? No, she's into the adult man. Because that would be a real, that would be a real fucking burn. If you were, like, crushing okay, on this guy. Okay, here's and why then, it's so important. And then if you're, like, crushing on this guy and then he broke up with her girlfriend and you're like, maybe this is my chance. And then he falls in love with a baby instead right afterwards. You'd be like, oh, <laughs> No, that's, what, that's why Leah's story is so important because this is the introduction right. of what imprinting yes. is. It sets it so up. So Leah yeah. and Sam were together and then Sam imprinted on his current spouse and so it didn't the matter one that he, he hurt have any in the face. Don't worry about it. Yes, uh-huh. yes, because he was upset as a little werewolf. That makes boy. it okay. But that's why that's like that introduces that. And so then you hear, oh, Jacob, did you imprint on me? Is that why you love me? And then he's like, if I had imprinted on you, you, you would have known. Because I would have to like pee on and you. It's and like, I haven't uh, done that yet. Yeah. yeah. No, that's racist. You can't say that about werewolves. <laughs> I'm the racist, not the Confederate soldier, though. <laughs> I'm the problem. He's also racist. He's also racist. Two people can be racist. That's valid. Uh, There's many forms of racism. I love... One, making fun of werewolves. I love how much the werewolves in this movie, like, weirdly look like the people that they are in a way that yeah. you, like, can't put your finger on. You're like, I can't describe well, exactly why this CGI wolf looks like Taylor Lautner, but it does and i can tell like as soon as i look at this wolf i understand that that's taylor lautner on some deeper level have you seen the behind the scenes (laughs) no i haven't yeah it's it's literally him it's literally him him and like a a gray suit yeah yeah i know but it's so hard to watch because like she's petting him and he's wearing this like terrible skin tight suit and he's like acting like a wolf he's like but here's the thing they are not using his like gestures or facial expressions a la planet of the apes the best movie ever made yeah like they're not mo-capping his emotions they're just using him for like reference and acting on stage 
So why couldn't he just yeah, be so standing like, over here while there's a wolf puppet? Why did he have to get into a little morph suit and be like, hey, pet me? Why is exactly. that what they did? That's a great, that's an excellent why question. Why did they do Such that? Such a good yeah. question. But the yeah. other kids, the world who, may never know. We may Seth? never know. Why did they make a baby puppet? That's yeah, another Seth, question yes, I Boo-Boo have. Yes, Boo Stewart. This is Boo Boo's first that's movie. That's right, Boo Stewart. Boo-Boo. Uh, because that wolf looks like Booby Stewart Boo-Boo. too. You see him and you're like, oh, that's yeah. that's him. There he is. Yeah. I have so many, I have so many questions about the production of this movie. Why did they feel the need to make a haunted baby doll for the baby? We'll get to that in the next one. But why Um, did they do that? (laughs) I think that the sparring again, an excellent question. (laughs) The sparring sequence is so fun. I love that sequence. It's genuinely a blast where you get to like see all the different vampires. Like learning how to fight yeah. and kind of like fight and the like weird dead. speed yeah. ramping as they like move like really fast that like in the first movie especially for example felt so floaty and gross and wrong like in this movie like feels really powerful and like tactile and like when they like zip around each other and like run into each other it has like a lot of like force to it. Well, it doesn't like, feel like people running around and grabbing each other. Like, it actually feels like, oh, they're doing something, yeah, you know? Yeah, I think it's super cool. I love that sequence. And I also love that moment where uh, uh, Jacob so cleanly and succinctly uh, outlines the Sigma male ideology. Where he's like, uh, I don't want to be the leader of the pack. I wanted to be different from the pack. I didn't want to even be a part of the pack. I'm so strong. I was like, hell yeah, Jacob. Sigma grind set. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's about drive it's about power it is That's what i feel says. bad though i feel you know both of these boys they didn't have a choice in whether or not they were gonna be these monsters and so now they just have to deal with the consequences of something that they had no control they, no they just have to stay so hungry is, they have they to devour is, they're both ashamed of it but that mm-hmm. it's a little you know they put in the work, they put in the hours, and they take what's ours. <laughs> they don't. They didn't put in in any work. They did afterwards. But they did not drive. But Jacob is a they ha- pretty yeah. big gaslighter in this movie. I will say. They, yeah, they really it's did. true. It's true. They it's not really his finest hour. It's not, <laughs> not a good. His finest hour. Which, again, I think they literally had to do. Otherwise, everyone watching this movie would just be like, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> you should yeah, be Jacob. a human person because you're 18. Yeah, because um, it's so hard to, like, get people to agree that she should choose the life that's like, oh, kill me. Like, literally, <laughs> yeah, a vampire. <laughs> oh, say goodbye to my mom and my dad. Remove me from my entire life, which is what yeah. abusers do. Yeah, like, <laughs> let's well, do that so we'll, one. Yeah. And we're like, so we're like, we'll just make Jacob like not respect consent and be all like <laughs> gaslighting. Yeah. Weird, and like, gross. Yeah. He's like, but you definitely. You, it's like this that um that fake movie in uh, uh Home Alone two where it's like. Get down on your knees and tell me you love me. Like, that's what they had to do to Jacob for it to be, like, at least somewhat level of an argument. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that moment where Alice and Charlie talk and, like, Alice and Charlie just become, like, best friends. I think that's so good. I love (laughs) that so much. I want to see them just hang out. Charlie content. Yeah. Best two characters. (laughs) Um, Yeah. How old is Alice, do you think? like 20 what era is Alice when do we from? get her backstory do no, we ever that's not what i'm asking oh. she's not 20 no she's from oh. like the 40s because she's got like her driving gloves and like her little scarf like right, that's very yeah. like mrs yeah. mazel like 60s 50s because she met but Jasper also after. rose 
Rosalie, mm. I was going to ask if her backstory was in this movie because I wanted to talk about it if it was. That's the one where it she murders it the is. rapist. Twilight's yeah. really obsessed with uh, vampires yeah. destroying gangs of rapists on the but, street. Yeah, there's a lot of I gangs of rapists in Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> but I do live for the Rosalie scene because her bursting through the door in the wedding dress and it's she's so like, good. I was always a little dramatic. I That makes this movie yeah. alone. That's what makes so me I've... mad about how they use the vampires because they are all in their stupid early 2000 teens outfits and their haircuts. I want to be able to see more of their time period in them because when we do, it's awesome. Like when she's in the car and she's got her driving gloves yeah. it's adorable and we love it or like <laughs> right. that scene where she's like got her hair and like the 20s like thing or the and like baseball why... scene where they're wearing fucking like babe ruth ass yeah. like, or, or, like, shirt. Or, like, <laughs> or when edward's like i'm a little old-fashioned that's why i have this haircut and i wear this outfit all the time because i'm old-fashioned i wear yeah, very modern clothes and i drive do. a volvo it's like you can't have it both ways edward like i wish we saw their time period aesthetically in them like if she's like i was always a little dramatic that's why my hair is straight and i wear gray cardigans it's like fuck you that's not <laughs> you can't have it both ways although she was dramatic volvo mm-hmm. update he does still have the Volvo in this movie. You see it once. He does. But then he's driving a Jeep later, which is, is unacceptable. Yeah. That's not the allowed. Jeep, no, the Jeep does, and it, it, it cements itself. Does it? Is the, the Jeep film. in the in the well, next two also? The Jeep is in the first one as well. It's somebody's Jeep. I thought it was Jacob's dad's Jeep. It's is it a Jeep we've Jeeps. seen before? No. They're, yeah, they've got old money. Because if they've replaced yeah, they the Volvo, I'm going to be angry. The Volvo is like the thing I care well, about the most in this entire the franchise. They also get rid of. I loved in movies when teens have shitty cars. It's my favorite thing. I love it. I loved Bella's shitty truck. And if we get rid of the shitty truck, I'm gonna be very upset. Also, I love that oh, shitty. They truck. They don't need it anymore because they're vampires. But I love the shitty truck. I love it. I'm pretty sure it it's, stays it's around. It's too emblematic Good. of Jacob. It's yeah. too emblematic. Yeah. It's of her life before, so we have to blow it up and make out on top of it. And it's literally from the Black family. So, tricky. Yeah. Is that his last name? Is it Black? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jacob yes. Black. I literally Jacob never Black. picked up on that. I don't know when they say that. <laughs> um, and I, we... Um, I don't either. We <laughs> talked about this off camera last time, but, like, I think, like, weirdly almost in response to how bizarre and nightmarish the color grading is in the first movie i think both of these movies look really good like i love the first movie blue tint i <laughs> yeah. live for it it makes Listen, it. it we all camp. love it we all love it <laughs> but <laughs> it's good it was a good decision i don't think it could have carried on through more movies yep. but i enjoy the blue tint terrible yeah. that was a one like, movie uh, that was a one movie treat and then we had yeah. to we had we couldn't do it anymore but like especially imagine making a whole movie and then putting like a blue filter over it like that's just so funny <laughs> what's um, the scene what's the which which x-men movie is it where uh, magneto murders everybody with a netflix with a necklace <laughs> netflix with a necklace that's x-men apocalypse the best movie yeah, it's like that scene where it's really, it's the whole scene is just fucking blue for no reason. Yeah. That's, I was about to say they did that. That's the whole point that I had. We can move on now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, especially, like, I was really struck by all the sequences where they're, like, fighting up in the mountain and it's, like, yeah, snowy. And, like, Bryce Dallas Howard's, like, hair and eyes, like, pop out so much. Yeah. And, like, the blue, Fiery. like, the blue on, like, the shirt that Edward is wearing, that, like, dark blue, like, is, like, contrasting with the white in a really powerful way. 
I think the but color it's grading not red, yeah. is like really it's really really good in this. It is. I agree. Visually very good, fish. very impressive. As well, like because with New Moon, my my favorite part is like with all the red jackets and like she's running through. Like I think stuff like that is cool right. with contrast and colors. And I think they actually like unironically do a good job in that. Yeah, yeah. totally. But. I do love the blue filter. I just think it's so funny. Yeah, no, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, I was thinking. You know, but what about that wig, though? What about the wig? I didn't notice it's the wig. You wig. keep trying to talk about the wig. I, I don't know what you're. No, it, it is bad in this. She's wearing like, a wig. Because her hair is suddenly, like, looks way different. It is clearly, like, a wig if you look too close. But, like, eh, it's not too bad. I, I like, just, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just say they're... you gotta. People need to up their wig budget. Sometimes. I just think it's do, so funny. It doesn't look good to me. That like we have the way that Bella is supposed to look. She wears like her 2010 like tight tank top with the little cardigan over, it, and she wears the flannels, and she's got the jeans and the shoes. Like we've got her look down, and we're never ever ever gonna change it, even when we're up in the mountains. Like we were making fun of her. It's like oh, the whole tent scene happens because she didn't bring a jacket and she's yeah. freezing to death. <laughs> But then the it's next a, morning, yeah. when it's still just as cold, she's just wearing a gray tank top and a flannel. It's like, okay, Bella, what are I we mean, doing? She's from Arizona. She's from, yep. She doesn't know what she's doing. She's got that yeah. look. She's she, lived here for three years now. <laughs> she's unprepared. What is the no. timeline? I'm confused. Yeah, she goes up like they're at the end of their her junior year. And so okay. she's really only been there for like 14 years. That makes all yeah, of this like so much more scary. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? Isn't that so bad? You're like, ooh, girl. Because they graduate no. in the next movie. Yeah. So yeah. I thought they it's graduated like in this years. movie because Anna. Kendrick, no, they graduate in this Anna movie Kendrick, and then they get oh. married in the next movie. Yeah, because oh, Anna yeah, Kendrick has her speech. Movie. That's actually a very good speech. And Which, Anna Kendrick yeah. kills it. It's actually a good speech. Yeah, I do like the graduation scene. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because where the movie and the audience is screaming at Bella. Don't turn into a vampire, <laughs> you horny idiot. Like, that's what everybody in the world, and I, you can see it in her face, because that's, like, the point of the speech, is Anna Kendrick being like, we're young, we haven't lived, let's live and make mistakes. Go Tigers, whatever. Yeah. Like, that's what her speech Don't is. Don't commit to anything. Yeah. <laughs> Just be a teenager. Just be a teenager. And Bella's like, I'm going to be an immortal for the rest of my life. That's right. awkward. And it's like, Bella, Stop. <laughs> Because I can't physically be in body two years older than this this man yeah, who's no. literally a hundred years older than me. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. But then Tricky. she'll be old Tricky. and gross, Keisha. She'll be old and gross and ugly. Like her grandma. Like her stupid ugly grandma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, I would not want to be in my 18-year-old body for the rest of my life. I'd be so upset about that. Well, it would just be like not to oh, yeah. not to talk about feminism for a second but nobody would take me seriously nobody takes me seriously now at work they go around me and talk to somebody else if i like never got to be an adult and like never got to have that moment that'd be so infuriating for the rest of my life as mm -hmm. i grow and become smarter and everybody just underestimates me for the rest of my life that would be annoying it's bad yeah, i'm 24 i'm about to be 25 and i still get confused uh like, by a lot. A lot of people just assume that I'm a child. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. Yeah. I wouldn't even need it. I wouldn't even need yeah. it. I'd say, mm, vampire, vampire. I'm built different. Already got it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I have Asian. It's that, it's that Asian persuasion. <laughs> We're gonna think of a child till I'm 35. As we, uh, I just, I'm just saying, I'm looking for a review for the end because I'm bad. Well, at real quick, there thing. is a, there is a, a brand of like, not like oven, you know, like the chicken that's already made, and you put it in the oven, and you put the sauce on it, and then you eat it. It's very yummy. There's a brand of that that's called Innovation, what? and it's hilarious to me. <laughs> Because it's it's Why like it's like oh, just, just like no because she was like she was saying I got the Asian persuasion it just made me think oh. of it because it's like the orange chicken like you heat it up and you put the sauce on it and then you eat it but the brand is called Innovation and I always look at it like what is oh, it called and like Asian like it's called yeah Inno- like Asian like Innovation Asian. Like Asian. Innovation got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why? I, Thank you for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> you just made me think of it. I thought it was funny. I was like, why is that like talking yeah. about chicken? Like, why did that happen? I was like, I thought someone said sauce? something that like could have led to that, and I was like, did I miss a key point in this? No, because she like, said, here, yeah. let me put you through the whole. I said that I'm Asian. No, the whole <laughs> process. No, 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 no. You said I got the Asian persuasion, and I was like, haha, that's a fun rhyme. And then I was like, oh, I remember because when I look at the food box, I laugh because it's called innovation. Like it's in the innovation in Asian, and they combine it, and it's funny. And I thought about it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, this is still it's still definitely my least favorite Twilight. It's definitely, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, it's just not Buck Wild enough. There are things in this movie that work, but the first two movies especially feel like everybody's having a lot of fun, like, making them. And these mm-hmm. ones feel, like, way less fun. It feels like we're all just, like, yeah. this is a very normal movie about We're all putting our head down and we're just getting just through it. doing the work, you know? <laughs> and there are a lot of things that work about it, but it's not... It's not as fun. Like, I'm, there's not as much fun in this one. I like Breaking Dawn Part 1 very much. Breaking Dawn Part <laughs> 1 is probably my second favorite. Because that movie goes so fucking buck wild. Mm-hmm. And, like, this movie is, like, the opposite. It's just, like, so... It's just a... It's a regular movie, it feels like. It's giving the people what they wanted out of this movie. I guess. And that's when, they wanted the tent scene. And that's when the they realized scene. that it's not what they wanted. What they wanted was the camp and the fun and the ridiculous. And then they were like, oh, maybe what I... They wanted I would argue that if they were giving people the what they wanted, scene. it would have won the Teen Choice Award. Yeah, that's fair. You're right. Was the tent scene nominated for Teen Choice Award? No. It should have been. It did. They didn't, they didn't <laughs> well, make the then, best kiss. The no. Best they lost stuff. to Harry and Hermione. Okay, but I will. It's not really fair to compare because, again, like all of what we already said. But there's a lot riding on Harry Potter, just time wise, year wise, and like I said, the people wanted to see Harry and Hermione kiss. They were giving the people what they wanted, even more than Twilight uh-huh. was giving them the people what they wanted. That's why they won. So, no, I, I'm right. I also <laughs> <What>? okay. <laughs> I also want to say that uh, I watched the extended version. What did what, what was it? Oh! An extra five minutes? What was it? It was yeah, an extra four extended? minutes. Uh huh. I have no clue what the difference was. I did just Google. <laughs> I did just Google extended version. Didn't bring up anything helpful. Let me try Twilight yeah. Eclipse. It seems like a really complete version. story. So. Yeah. Well, I think this movie gives you world building it gives you bella and edward are at a different 
they go through some sort of arc where they end up agreeing that something happens. Something, <laughs> I don't know. Something happens. I always forget where they're where they end up. But like, it gives you world building. It gives you vampire armies. It gives you tent scene. It gives you Charlie Swan. It gives you punch scene. Mm. It gives you murdering that twelve year old. We yeah, murder her. Well, of course. Yeah. Which I always wondered. I was like, why? Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why did they do that? Yeah, she did not why? need to die. She did not need to die. Yeah, uh, but all in all, gives you everything you need for blockbuster film. My, okay, <laughs> we got to talk about the dead twelve-year-old for a second because what I thought the movie was gonna do was like we are showing you how evil and how terrible the Volturi are. They're so bad. They're so evil. They're gonna kill this little girl. But the Cullens are the good guys, and they don't want to kill the little girl. But they like they have to, or the Volturi are gonna destroy them. So like that's the tension in the scene, obviously. But I thought what was gonna happen was that Bella would be very very upset about that. That'd be another reason for her not to be a vampire because then mm. she would have to like. Be, it'd be in charge, like, she would have to, like, re- like work with the Volturi, who are very evil, and just kill yeah. this 12-year-old. Do you think that would be, like, a thing that she'd be thinking about? Maybe she'd be upset with the Cullens for letting them do that. She would have any kind of emotions about the 12-year-old being killed. Oh, she no. doesn't. She goes and marries Edward afterwards. Yeah. Like, no. she, she just doesn't. Edward. We don't yeah. give one, yeah. one second of thought to that whole thing. She just gets <laughs> murdered, and then we move on. Yeah, the series unfortunately pigeonholed itself into having to make this one decision, which is becoming a vampire, yeah. and then thought of all of the reasons why Bella shouldn't be a vampire. And then yeah. they had to think, oh shit, what's all, what are the what are the pros? Uh, like, and then they couldn't think of uh, any, love? so they just had to make uh, the cons like they just had to make everybody who said the pros as terrible as possible. <laughs> so I'm looking at mm. the differences between the regular and the extended version. And most of them are just, like, a few lines on the inside of some scenes that they cut out just to, like, trim it up. So it's, like, why even bother, like, releasing that? And, like, there are a couple (laughs) of scenes. Like, there's one scene. So you guys don't have the scene where it's just Bella and uh, not Anna Kendrick but the other normal girl. Like, in her bedroom, no. like, just talking. Because that's actually yeah, pretty no, good. Whatever. That sounds nice. I wish I had uh, that. And it's it's kind of interesting because, you know, she's trying to, like, kind of talk to the other girl. She's the only... We don't have a name for her. Yeah. But, uh, glasses. Glasses. Je- she's the one, the, the one who was in uh, The Walking Dead. Her name is Jessica. Jessica, Jessica. sure. Jessica. But, I like, it's just... It's kind of interesting because she's trying to, like, talk to her about her problems without, like you know, doxing the vampires and, like, trying to keep it a secret. And so, like, her responses are just sort of kind of trite and easy, and it's kind of weird, like, trying to figure out, like, how much of her advice to take, you know, like, which she doesn't actually know. It's kind Mm -hmm. of a cool scene. I kind of like it. So that was cut out, apparently. Uh, And more normal kids. We need more normal kids. You know, just a few seconds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, more normal kids. Always more normal kids. I was going to say something. I forgot what it was. Here we are. <laughs> Boo Boo Stewart, the tent scene, Leah. Yes. The Vampire Army. It's a good movie. It's got a lot to I give. I stand by it. <laughs> yeah. It's got a lot of lore. A lot of lore. A lot of lore. 
Lord. Bella didn't Google anything in this movie. It's a zero out of ten for me. Did she Google she anything in the second she one? She didn't either? do any research. You know, that's why that one's also yeah, bad. Yeah, she didn't Google in the second one either. That's why it's also bad. The first one. Because she doesn't need to Google anymore. The first she one, first Keisha, resources. the first one is the best one because she has to Google something. What are the best yeah. Google scenes in movies? End of story. That one, Jackson. Shut up. Oh. Like, I mean, the Amazing Spider-Man is definitely like an MVP. That was pretty good. That's a pretty good Google scene. What about in um? What about in the movie Yesterday, the one where like mm. everyone forgets about He's the trying Beatles? To figure out I the really, Beatles I actually yesterday. think that's a really. Well, it's a really cute because it's not just the Beatles. It's like lots of things are just like different, right. and so he'll be like, "Oh, could I get could I get a Coke?" And they're like, "Oh, what? You want what? <laughs> yeah. This is a restaurant." And then it'll just cut to him being like Coca Cola, and it'll show like a. Like, just, like, a random picture, like, Beatles, like, picture a of a beetle, beetle like, yeah. a little bug. It's, it's a That's good, it, and it, it'll, they're, like, a few throughout the movie. They're really sweet and fun. I think those are good Google scenes. Uh, I, wish, I wish that that movie was better, because I personally haven't seen it, but it got pretty, pretty, like, lax reviews. Like, it was, like, people yeah, it was, was like, I think it was good, and then we all kind of moved on. And because it, it's just such a fun idea. Yeah. And I love... I love that kind of stuff. I think I like it more in the context of, like, the apocalypse. Like, this is very much like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where it's, like, where the world that you know is destroyed and the things that you love only live on in you. Like, what do you do about that? I love those kind of Mm -hmm. stories. And this is very much that, where, like, he loves the Beatles and he's the only one that can share it. It only lives in him. And, like, that's such a great idea. And then apparently the movie was just, like, pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, well, I don't know. I appreciate that it was a medium movie yeah like because we've been talking about how there aren't a lot of medium movies these days it's just like very medium the most artur (laughs) or just like it falls to the walls like a spider-man 17 yeah Yeah. so it's it was yeah it was good and it was nice and i saw it with my dad it was a dad movie yeah that's a dad movie that's a solid dad movie solid double and i thought i had like some like nice things to say about like is art primarily a source for fame or is like is it is it just good to have art for art's sake yeah. which i think is nice you know so solid eight out of ten yeah. <laughs> pretty good this movie 10 out of so 10 so anyway uh that was yes. our podcast about yesterday starring yeah uh, <laughs> we're done we could have a full podcast uh, about it i'll talk about it for Danny Boyle's yesterday that probably could be what we could do one of these days uh if you guys are are listening on podcast platforms you should be aware that we stream this show live on twitch every saturday morning at 10 a.m pacific time 1 p.m eastern saturday morning watch your cartoons get your cereal hang out and do a live podcast with us um we and if you're watching on twitch right now with us we uh, this podcast is on podcast platforms that come out uh every every friday morning uh right now we are about to go record our Patreon exclusive podcast, which is uh, 15 minutes to a half hour, approximately, of us just dicking around doing something else, playing a game, talking about uh, old just AFI television specials from the bros. 90s, yeah. stuff like that, uh, which you can only get on our Patreon. And by the way, we need to sit down and record our commentary about A Bug's Life. Sometime in the next uh, couple days. Yeah. Uh, just, we need to schedule that. <laughs> because that will be out on the first of the month, fingers crossed, hoping everything goes well. Because don't worry about it. <laughs> on our Discord server, which the link to is in the podcast description and our bio on Twitch, uh, you can Follows. vote for the monthly 
commentary track that we do for a movie. You can nominate any movie you want. It's entirely up to the audience. No rules, just right. Hang out with us. Watch a movie with your buds, uh, Jackson, Adeline, and Keisha. Uh, anything else? Twitter, you can follow me at JepperPack. You can follow Adeline at Hollow Back Horse. And you I can follow sh- our podcast Twitter that Keisha runs at Cool Takes Pod. And Adeline has something to share. I do. I want to shamelessly plug plug my Twitter again. I do a lot of art over there. That's pretty much what I do. I will occasionally say something stupid, but that's like the main place where I like post my art and the art that I do. So I have commissions open right now to see if I like them, if I'm good at them, if there's any interest, that kind of stuff. So I have two full body drawing commission slots open and those are on my Twitter. So if that would be, you want some cool art made by me, go over there and take a look. We got two, two slots open for that. Excellent. So would you guys like Hello. to hear... Oh, wait, does Darby want to plug Oh, anything? Darby, do you have anything to plug? I don't have anything to plug. I just like Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, just yeah. here for yeah, the love of Twilight. Watch Twilight. Pleasure. Stay in yeah, Twilight. I don't have any. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so would you guys like to hear a five-star review of the Twilight Saga colon Eclipse? Did Keisha write it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, this, uh, this review comes from letterbox.com. Yeah. This person says, <laughs> I might have. Who knows? This person says, Jacob to Edward. I'm hotter than you. Not according to my daughter, you're not. Enough said. <laughs> my daughter loves this movie. <laughs> Whoa. Damn. Whoa. That is one. Okay, for so a split second, I thought not. that. <laughs> I thought that Boom. they were talking about Renez May. <laughs> And I was like, well, actually. Uh, So anyway, my name is Jackson McMurray. My name is Adeline McMurray. My name is Keisha Rhodes. And we are joined by Darby Fitzgerald. (laughs) I'm Darby. (laughs) And this has been the Cool Takes Podcast. Thank you guys so much. Uh, We will see you next week for Breaking Dawn Part 1 with Anna McGuire. I don't think we've said that uh, she's coming on. Tampa Rad. Rad. All her different... uh, I don't know which. Hooks, lines, and Yeah, singers. anyway. Uh, but yeah, we're going to have Anna on for Breaking <laughs> Dawn Part 1 next week. Save that time, save that channel. We hope that we can see you guys there. Thank you guys for listening. Bye.